RSN's AFL editor, Mark Stevens. Steve-O, how are you? G'day, Michael. How was Port Ferry and Mitchelton? Very couple nice. Of the great, you're a real supporter of regional Victoria. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's very nice if you can get away for a day or two. Um, gee, it's not long now until uh, we bounce the ball on season 23, and I was a little disappointed to uh, see a, a hamstring injury to our boy, Castagna. How bad is it going to be? Well, your team, Richmond, uh, Michael, they use this terminology either uh, short-term, medium-term or long-term. They've called this a medium-term. So in layman's terms, that's probably six weeks, maybe eight weeks. Uh, So he'll miss the start of the season. So a bit of a blow. He's on the fringes at Richmond now, do you think, as a premiership player? He's sort of much loved, but also he frustrates Tiger fans. He misses a lot of shots. Yeah, if he could kick straight. The one thing that you can't argue is is his work ethic. He gets in there. It'd be good to have him up and going 100%. Yeah, I think Dimo Hardwick loves him. So, yeah, you'd think he'll miss uh, certainly the start of the season. He'll have to now come back through the VFL. So frustrating timing just happened in a in an intra-club. They're playing on the edge at the moment, some of these clubs, and uh, there's some soft tissue issues. The other real big uh, story in many ways is Mitch Lewis at Hawthorne. Just been bubbling away. I think he's their most important player as a key forward. They haven't got a lot else at the Hawks as far as uh, you know big targets. Uh, so he had that partial tear to the ACL, which was always um, a concern. And Hawthorne now are saying that he's swelling up. He's on and off. Um, mm. Still a few concerns. Best case scenario, around four or five returns. So just in the back of my mind, it's, it's a watching brief that, look, if things don't settle, he may need to have a Rico on that one. Okay. Well, once it's partially done, they're really walking a bit of a tightrope. It's something new that they're trying there at Hawthorne um, that hoping it will heal itself. But just for your confidence, uh, Michael, um, you know, you're a bit worried if there's just a slight nick in your ACL, Absolutely. how are you going to go? So that's a blow to them. Um, you, know, you really came good last year as a, a marking forward. Who do you think should lead the Cats? Uh, I'm with Robbo, my old mate at the Herald Sun. I think Patrick Dangerfield, if he wants it, should get it. What more does he need to do? I mean, he, he came to Geelong you know, as a bit of a saviour. He's a local boy. Um, you know, best and fairest now premiership. And if you look at the stats, pretty stiff not to win the Norm Smith. So Tom Stewart, I think, was the early favourite. And he'd be a long-term option. But why not danger? I'm not sure what the delay is. Is it just um, they want another long-term captain? How many more years has danger got? He's probably got two to three. He'll probably go forward. I reckon he'll end up as a, yep. a lead-up forward. But he's a pretty resilient character. He's banged up at times, but um, yeah, well, Tom Stewart's had his issues as well. He'd probably be a five-year prospect, but gee, I think he's, uh, look, he's president of the AFL Players Association. That's pretty good leadership, so you'd think you'd make him skipper. Well, It'll be a shock if he's not, You'd think if he wants it, it's his. You'd think so, and he'd want it. I mean, he doesn't shy away from uh, the media attention or or the frontline stuff. I mean, he's probably the best... As you know, as a journo, probably the best car park operator in the comp. If you're waiting for him at uh, Geelong, he'll always have a chat. So I think he's a perfect leader, and he can combine what he does as far as you know the meeting the sponsors, players association, captains. He juggles a lot of balls. He does his own fishing show. He does. So I think he can handle it. <laughs> uh, any other footy news bubbling away at the moment? Well, Craig McRae's had a bit of an op on his sinus, which uh, Johnny Bowden said similar. He said that was a nasty 
thing that you yeah sort of clear your nose. Golden out. tonsils. Yeah, golden tonsils Gee. has had that just to prolong his career, and he's flying. He's in his prime at the moment. Some of his work. So uh, yeah, he's he's had that. So he missed training yesterday. Went into hospital. Uh, he's fine. The other big injury in footy is West Coast Jack Darling, mm. who uh, really important player with Josh Kennedy going out. Looks like a syndesmosis and a bad syndesmosis. It's a high ankle sprain. It's sort of when you get caught under a tackle and a body. Um, they've had sort of another opinion even on that, so he may need surgery. He could be out for most of the season. Gee, that is going to be uh, a big blow for the Eagles, and they don't need any more big blows, that's for sure. Hey, Steve, you watched the Super Bowl yesterday. Would you sell that ball? How much, how much, um, how much would it take? to rest that out of your mitts? Well, I said on with half uh, on breakfast that I'd actually give the ball back. I just believe in karma with these things. But I want some... I'd give want, it back. I want publicity. Who would you give it back to? Back to the club for their museum. And But I'd want some, maybe a, a ticket for life to every game. And on You'd the back page the of the local paper. No, I'd, I'd want the feel-good handshake hand over. Yeah, I'd want some feel-good publicity to go with it. But I'd feel guilty to, no to cold, sell that cash. Ball. No. No, that would be one of the great... It was one of the great Super Bowls. Yeah, it would be worth a lot. But I think the local guy uh, now, or he's living in America, I think by bringing this attention on himself, doing interviews, social media, I think they'll contact him and say, mate, we want our ball back. And he'll have to give the ball back. Well, he'll, he'll probably get a lifetime membership of the stadium or, or something. Well, I think... Uh, Mikey might know this. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, is he about $50 million a year he's on? Yeah, he's on so $50 million a year. Yeah. He, he could shell out something to get the ball back. Yeah, shell out a little bit. But is it greed to take the ball and run away? You're not really supposed to no, take the ball No, you're allowed away. to do that in the States. Right. I think you're allowed to take it. Remember Tom Brady's retirement yeah. ball? And he then yeah. wanted it back. And then he gave that punter, I think he gave him a, a signed helmet, a signed jersey, and yeah. well, he tickets he got, to Tampa Bay. So they'd sort something out much. for him. He didn't get much. Yeah. Signed helmet from Tony Br- Tom Brady? Yeah. Well, would that go for an eBay? Well, over a hundred grand. Really? Would it? Yeah, it's yeah. it's all right. But so the owners, and a I believe in karma. If you do good things, good things happen. I think if you run away with that ball, you half a chance but of I something think you're to allowed go to wrong. Take the ball, and yeah. that's, but, but they'll be after him now. Probably. They'll have oh, the. No doubt about it. They'll try and get it back. But isn't it a great story? Our Aussies tend to find themselves in. Is it something about Aussies at events that well, we find ourselves we, we in these need, situations? We needed a good Aussie um, storyline. Um, yep. Aaron Sip, uh, Sipos, did he cost? Well, it was a missed kick. Billy. He's got one job, really, and that's to kick the ball a decent distance to a decent spot, and he didn't do that. You don't have to do a lot as a punter, so that didn't help. They couldn't lay a tackle either. But I also thought the, f- the last minute or two of the game was just a snooze fest, just the way that they ran it was down very, the cl- It was oh. very tactical, wasn't it? So tactical, and, and makes me really proud to be an AFL fan. And we, we've got the best game in the world as far as ball sports. I know racing's the best well, shooting in the world, but I, I, best ball sport, definitely. I was thinking about this. If, the, if that happened in the AFL, you won a game by running down the clock. Would the AFL look to change a rule? Because I they thought did. it was such a yeah. great they game. They did change they did. that rule. They Remember did. stepping back in behind the... Joel Bowden yeah. did it at Richmond Plough. Yeah. Terry yeah. Wallace created it, which was a great idea. Mm. Uh, keep um, rushing behind. Mm. Step, pretend that you're going to kick in. That's been out. Because that was a great you game. You can't run down the clock like that now. You can go backwards, but mm. there's still a danger of turning the ball over. But they weren't really because trying to do it. they had anything. an open... Uh, touchdown, and they yeah. they stopped it to so run bad. down the clock. That is a bad look for a great game. All the sizzle win. went out of it. Hundred percent. Yep. We missed you at Bell's yesterday, Michael. We were, would have know. been a good afternoon. Uh, you would have been 
well, it was I'm fairly sure. blokey though. There was five hundred people. Bloke. I reckon there was one one female, <laughs> Jamie Rogers, <laughs> and she was working for Tab. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie and another girl in a look like in a tennis dress, passing stuff around. That was it. So I think we need to expand our horizons with the Super Bowl. It was a little bit blokey, but gee, it was fantastic. Uh, no oh, doubt about it. You're surprised? No, not surprised. <laughs> I, I didn't think it would be uh, <laughs> uh, all comers. Hey, Steve Oak, you're outstanding. And what a uh, pub it is down at Belt. That is, it, it looks a normal pub, if you like, from the front, and then a whole new world opens up. You uh, we, And you are a, a front bar connoisseur, so uh, we'll see you down at Bell's a fair bit. Will do. Good on you, Steve Oak. Cheers. AFL editor, uh, RSN's own Steve Oak.